0: Welcome to the Globe Lounge, a podcast dedicated to you, the beauty professional. In this show, we will dive into what makes a beauty business successful, how to level up your mindset and reach new heights, both personally and professionally. In an industry of competition, we are going to focus on how to collaborate and build a supportive community that encourages and allows everyone to succeed. My name is Brianna Christine. I'm a graphic designer and master esthetician focused on coaching beauty pros to begin, brand, and build a successful, authentic, and heart-centered business. Each week, we'll learn from industry leaders how they became badass beauty bosses while learning what it takes to run a thriving practice without the burnout. Let's do this. So jumping in, I would love to hear a little more about you, because I know when you were at Paul Mitchell, I was like fiddling with that technology, so I didn't get to hear much of your intro to yourself. Totally okay. (laughs) So yeah, I'd love to hear, you know, about, you know, going to school and then the transition from school into working and maybe like your background that way, like your why as to why you started, oh, I'll go do aesthetics now.
1: I mean, cause that's, that's what it is. It's just, it's all starts off with an idea,
0: right? Or exactly. you go in there, like I'm
1: going to save the world, no matter what field you're going into mm-hmm. or education.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so for me, I actually come from a medical background. Um, I love endocrinology, uh, hematology, so blood and hormones and got my diploma as a medical assistant. as about 10, 11 years ago coming on now, so I might date me, decided after doing more work in the phlebotomy realm of things that I wanted to dabble a little bit more into care. So worked for home health. It was really hard because you get super attached to people and some of them were in stage. That would be so hard.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That takes a special kind of strength for sure.
1: I didn't have it for very long. I can say that. It was was a strength (laughs) that only lasted for a few months. So <laughs> was thinking I was thinking about beauty before actually tried cosmetology at Paul Mitchell but I couldn't mm-hmm. handle the chemicals couldn't handle the chemicals really? and was like okay well let me step back maybe just let me work a little bit because I had a mm-hmm. toddler at the time and was like oh nah, maybe maybe not maybe I'll go here nah not really feeling it maybe I'll go there not really feeling it so it's not just college people that do that it's any I think wedding (laughs) adult but found myself really wanting to be a part of beauty industry when I was going to school I met somebody that was doing body work in Mm. the beauty industry Mm -hmm. and was just flabbergasted that it It was actually something within my scope that we were going to be trained for and I was like okay this is cool Didn't realize how cool it was going to be. (laughs) Got my basics for a bit. And then something happened to where I couldn't complete my master's for almost a year and a half. And that was was really, that made me feel pretty sad. Yeah. But I licensed as my basics. So I was super, super excited I did. Mm -hmm. But during that time, I ended up working for the company that had trained me to do the body contouring. And I got to travel all across the United States, got to go to Mexico with them. And it's just been super, super awesome.
0: That's exciting, and, and that
1: was Sculpt Dice, right? Yep, okay. that is that's with Sculpt Dice. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful company. Super fun, really unique approach to body treatments in our field, and just it's awesome to see some awesome results with it too. That's
0: cool. So, side note, like what's what's unique about it?
1: That it is literally a frozen lotion that is applied topically that can make fat cells go away permanently.
0: Boom. Right. <laughs> sold
1: that that's Gather what's so up. cool about it well we're used to like other laser apparatuses yeah. that shall not be named mm-hmm. you know charging hundreds if not thousands of dollars for treatment areas that are no bigger than my fist yeah and i know this is a podcast but my fist ain't that big so <laughs> it's but you can do a whole body for less than like a fourth of the cost oh that's my that's crazy. So I thought that was super cool. But they encouraged me to actually go back and get my master's in aesthetics. So I got my master's at the Davis Applied Tech Center okay. in Gainesville, um, And I actually got that during the pandemic last year. Oh, and no way. It was crazy. Good But you. I'm so grateful. I have two teachers that just absolutely stand out for me in my experience, which I think every student will have those mm-hmm. teachers that are just like, these are my people's. Great, great staff, but it's just like, yeah, you know, you these just are my mesh babies. with them. Yeah. And mine was Sammy Weeks and Rachel Cooper. And I just, ugh, they, I love those ladies, I love but it. it was because of them that I pushed to go so far, so fast, so hard and mm-hmm. opened up my own spot during the pandemic too. So
0: that's. <laughs> mind blowing girl like that is a huge testament to you as well like you may have had these magic unicorn instructors but instructors can only do so much like it comes from you i
1: was i was really really blessed to have a great student body and a lot of in the industry mm-hmm. work so where we're taught so much in Our beauty industry, especially in aesthetics, Mm -hmm. it helped me to hone exactly what I wanted to do and what I wanted to focus on as my niche, which I feel like in turn gave me a clearer heading so I didn't have to flail around and figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah. So then I could focus and kind of just pinpoint this is where I'm at, this is where I'm going to be, and this is who I'm going to be. And so the why behind that is I also noticed there just weren't very many Women of color in aesthetics. Right. That stayed in aesthetics. So I wanted to fill a gap because I, first of all, I wanted to feel good myself and I couldn't find anybody that I trusted with my skin or did not hear horrible. Horrible stories of people of color, especially Black men and women, having chemical burns and getting melted with lasers. So I'm like, "Mm, nope, not going to do it.
0: We ain't going. I'm going to go get that license myself. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think being in Utah, it's that way? Or have you seen that maybe industry-wide? I think that
1: industry-wide, there is a standard of supply and demand. Mm -hmm. You know, there are certain things that you look at and that was pre-set up to be the overall this is what's considered beauty. I mean, we see that in body positivity, we see that in makeup, we see that in gender inequality and qualities and things yeah. like that. So I think that in Utah, unfortunately, yes, there is unfortunate stereotype that there aren't very many um people of color and black people here in the state. So mm-hmm. schools are a little behind like most Utah things. You yeah, know, we're yeah. just in a yeah. little bubble. Yay yeah, for Utah <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely it's definitely coming to a better a better head. Mm-hmm. You know, like Good. Utah's diversifying. And I think the students are too, like they want to know more what's going on, no matter what their background is.
0: Absolutely. Like seeing my students get so excited about having you come in to talk about treating, you know, those darker, higher Fitzpatricks was really exciting. And, you know, I'm just this pale ass white girl, (laughs) but it was really awesome just to see the inclusivity and the excitement for it.
1: Our up and coming estheticians want to be more than just an esthetician Mm -hmm. they want to be a part of somebody's overall wellness and beauty experience and that to me is phenomenal i love Mm -hmm. seeing that versus when I got my basics back in 2017, it was just to let me just get this and get my money because lashes were the thing. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like, how can I help people? Right. I want to
0: help people. Absolutely. I'm kind of seeing, I do a lot with like energy work and holistic stuff, you know, on myself and in general and, you know, meditation is, is a huge thing, but I'm seeing it shift more towards embodiment instead of just focusing on like one aspect of your psyche. It's like that full experience making your insides match your outsides match your mindset match your you know your goals and it's really it's been a fun process to watch just kind of society in general jumping on board with that
1: right well I think the pandemic it really put into perspective life and its fragility Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people are just like, listen, somebody that is as young as me looks like me the same money as me, this virus did not care. I know that there were statistics that certain areas were more susceptible, but you across the board, people were dropping. And so I think that did put into perspective that listen, we've. We've got to do more with our lives and just sit there in misery or in complacency or in the same thing that we woke up doing Literally. five years
0: ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's make our lives be what we want them to be. Let's live. Exactly. Like, let's actually live our life. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, we got to live it for ourselves, not for other people. And I love that people are like coming to that realization and not just realizing it, but owning it and accepting it. It's beautiful. I love it. I love it. Okay. So, ah, you just have the most beautiful why. I love it so much. Um, (laughs) Work in progress. Work in progress. That's life. That is life, right? If it's not progress, it's it's (laughs) stuckness.
1: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And that's how I want to treat life. I want to, I don't mind if I'm the last one to that finish line. <laughs> like, I'm going to just do my little power, you know, those little the fashion place while doing their power walks. I'm going to do that with my life too. And I'm going to enjoy everything. And I might get distracted by what's in that window over there. Like I'm okay. Yeah. Slowing down <laughs> and chilling and moving through my life. And I take the same approach with my business. Perfect. I have to take on
0: everything Love there. It. Girl, I'm gonna throw my leg warmers on and join you because that sounds amazing. We're gonna mall walk our way through life. You have to have a headband and the arm warmers, like- right? These <laughs> neon, we got this. Bring it back, Gen Z. Bring it back, right? Bring it back. It's coming. We're in the 90s now. I feel like 80s is coming.
1: Oh, it's, oh, I will take the 80s because the 90s, I was just like,
0: mm. 90s was my junior high years, so we don't okay. talk about the 90s. <laughs> Same. (laughs) okay so since grad since oh my gosh I can't even believe it's just been since the pandemic because girl you're killing it I'm just like so in awe of you um okay so you got your master's you've opened your spot in a pandemic where the world is crazy with your basics and with Working with Sculpt Ice and doing the trade shows. How was it that you have managed to stand out in this industry and just make a name for yourself? One, in such a relatively short time, and two, with so much else going on.
1: Having that experience of working in the industry, meeting some phenomenal people. And seeing what I don't want to do because for as much as you do get the good, you do kind of see, all right, this is the not good for me. Mm -hmm. That helps me to focus. And you don't get that opportunity in school because you're taught what you needed to pass the doppel. Yeah. That's what school's for in Mm -hmm. in period. You are taught what you need to license. So there's no really opportunity to cultivate yourself as the excitation or as the service provider. Mm -hmm. So that exposure that about almost two years. Yeah, because I, I started school in twenty nineteen, so that the two year gap where I just was working mm-hmm. in my field and being exposed to what is out there to enhance the services that I was providing gave me that I don't want to say tunnel vision because uh-huh. that is kind of a box, but it's like not laser bad. focus. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, laser focus, perfect. Um, because there's, it that's what you kind of need to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. There's so much that can distract you. And of course, when it comes to what people can sell you, my God, fresh out of school, they just, they want to give you everything. Here, take this (laughs) sample. You don't need to do that. You don't have to do everything at the beginning. So for me, it was all about finding what I like, finding what I can keep up with, and then finding the clientele that also need what I'm offering, the problems Mm -hmm. that I'm solving. And where the people are that do find that as a concern or a problem, et cetera. And then just putting my faith and elbow grease to work.
0: I love that. How was it that you narrowed down your niche and your clientele and figured out how to get yourself in front of them and let them know you have the solution to their issue? For the first part of it is I, I unfortunately spent a lot of money trying a lot
1: of different things fresh out of my basics. And I do not recommend that to anybody. You are okay honing that passion, period. Like in school, you know what you want to do, fine. You're going to be introduced to so many other things. But if you want to be a lash artist, focus on that. Mm -hmm. If you want to be the best facial artist focus on that for me it was it was trial and error and there were some uncomfortable growing experiences but i'm grateful for that at the end of the day for me however it proved that i had found my niche i am currently the only post-op recovery spa in the state of utah Salt Lake city central so that is super but it intimidated me cuz I'm like dang that's some big that's some big shoes to fill right. I don't what? I don't have a mold I can't buy this this business outline from guru number 972 like <laughs> I just what am I going to do I have to do this on my own oh, you're, you know, so. you're the trailblazer and it's crazy fun but it's also super intimidating and then i have the people like well, what happens when somebody else comes along i'm like good for them because yeah. my god the girl's tired <laughs> so, <laughs> like please but, make some business <laughs> it does and the thing about it you have to realize too is that yes there's going to be lots of people doing what you feel like the same as you and i put that in quotes because it'll never be The same because they are not you. They can't take your brain out and put it in their business. That's why I had one friend put this really well. Like there's dozens, if not hundreds of toothpaste companies out there. Mm -hmm. There's not one that fits all. Somebody could do what I do in a different way that maybe is more appealing to a different population. Mm -hmm. And let's just be honest. There's a lot of people in the world especially in Utah and it's growing (laughs) right the housing market doesn't show you otherwise honey you blind Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) that's what's made me really just hyper focus on all of that and the body wellness and I do still do what I love for me facials are my art form the body contouring is definitely the main business but the facials are my (sighs) it's (laughs) different for you
0: too right Mm -hmm. I get to sit down for a bit (laughs) It's almost as, almost as good as getting a facial, <laughs> Give me <Yes>. a facial. <laughs> Doing facials. What's your favorite part of the facial, of giving a facial?
1: When I hear my clients snore.
0: Isn't that so good?
1: <laughs> that is so, I feel like it's the same sort of gratifying when the waxing specialist pulls a strip and they get everything in one go. Right. Like that kind of like, yeah. It's the ultimate compliment. Like, I could care less if she tips me or anything afterwards. The fact that I made you sleep and mm-hmm. gave you that rest,
0: because mm-hmm. I mean, that's what
1: we call it, R&R, rest yeah. and relaxation, I'm just like, and notch, you know? <laughs> so. It's
0: like magic I, hands, the power. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I do also like working on hyperpigmentation and post acne scarring. If you were to look at my Instagram, you wouldn't believe that. But we're working on things like many hats, not enough hands. Uh, I feel <laughs> so, that. Absolutely. I like microneedling and nano nanoneedling. Uh, I enjoy doing madera terapia, which is a wood therapy technique. You can do it on both face and body.
0: I don't think I've heard of that one. Say that word again. Madera terapia. Oh, that sounds cool.
1: Say I do that. Am I Latina like students and stuff that are listening, they're probably like, Ooh, her accent is so off.
0: <laughs> you know what? Like I'm, I'm half Mexican. And how do you pronounce your last name? I'm like, I'm from Utah. You know, it's, it is what it is.
1: <laughs> You're just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Sorry. We ain't gonna go. We're we just not going to try it a <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay. So it's a wood therapy. Mm-hmm. That sounds so cool. I'm gonna have to look into that.
1: We would call it a modality, yeah, in our industry. Mm-hmm.
0: You learn something new. That's what I tell my students all the time. Like, go out, get facials from someone else. Go out, get like something completely different from someone else, and you're gonna learn something that you're like. Ooh, I'm just going to borrow that and this and this and make it my own. And that's how you like stand out. That's how you like differentiate yourself.
1: It's true. That's exactly how you set yourself apart. Because even when you purchase or bring on a product or a treatment, they're going to teach you what you need to do it safely. Mm -hmm. But you're still going to be the artist that concocts the special treatment that leaves that client wanting more. So Absolutely. You can't always put it on the product or the
0: equipment. You got to hone that skill yourself. Absolutely. It's like the painter, you know, taking the rules of design and just like learning them and using, learning how to break them and use them for your own purpose.
1: Yeah. And then if you have a moment where there's an oopsie, then you can just do the Bob Ross thing. You see that over there? <laughs> that little blimbing?
0: That's, that that's, that's a happy little that's a happy little village. Village. they're having Christmas dinner <laughs> oh my gosh I love it so much okay so as you've created this business and niched into post-op aesthetics what have you learned about yourself as a person and how has that helped you grow as a business owner
1: I have learned that I am definitely an overachiever and I don't say that in a means to brag or anything, but when you are a sole proprietor, an individual owning a business, that work-life balance is detrimental. Mm -hmm. I would run myself into the ground, take on as many appointments as possible. Cause I mean, for us, you know, you're not taking appointments, you're not making money. Yeah. um, Unless you have online retail. And even then that depends on how good you're promoting that retail. Mm -hmm. So, I learned that I needed to be okay, being okay, taking these breaks, cutting myself a paycheck, mm-hmm. breathing for a bit, you know? So it's, to me, absolutely necessary to be as good, as good as taking care of myself as I preach to my clients that they need to do. If not, I'm just a hypocrite. Another thing I learned about myself, too, is that I really don't like giving up, <laughs> which I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if that's a blessing or a curse. Right, right. That'd be a catch-22. It's a mixed blessing. That's what it is. <laughs> it's, it's a catch-22 because some things you really just need to let go. Uh-huh. Like if it's not working and you've tried it three different times, you know what? Then just, just walk away. Leave it alone. Right. Maybe you come back later, but just stop. That's <laughs> that
0: extraction that you just can't get. Like leave it alone. Come yeah, back. It'll come right out. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: just, yeah. Or they're gonna, it's going to happen at home. The client's going to be like, oh, I just...
0: I rubbed my face and it fell out. And you're just like, yeah, you did. You're like, I started that. I I got that jar lid twisting.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I also learned a lot of my other skills because mind you, this is my third business. Mm -hmm. But I did learn that I, in my other businesses, for as much as at the time, I was feeling like I had failed them. I had some really valuable skill sets that I was able to utilize into my business now as an esthetician, especially within like, Graphic designing and um, coordination of events and ideas and things like that. Like, it's so crazy how cross-platform your skills can be. And it doesn't matter how old those skills set might have been, mm-hmm. or if you're just new at it. If you like to do something, see if it does work at a building you. So, definitely one that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Sometimes yeah. you can just throw some paint on
0: it and keep going. <laughs> I love that. And I feel like just as humans, it's a hard, it is so hard to let go of something and move on. But, you know, as the saying goes, like in business, you have to fail forward. So it's not like, it's not like you gave up. You didn't quit. You didn't, you're just moving forward. You know, whatever is behind you is pushing you to the next thing or the next level.
1: Yeah, no, it is. It is so important. And it is, you know what, it's, it's important to get back up too. Mm -hmm. Like you might have to rest. You might have to lick the wound a little bit, but it is important to get back up. If it is something you really want to do.
0: Absolutely. If
1: your heart's not in it, then don't do it because trust me, your clients can tell. Oh yeah. I can't tell you how many clients I've received from other wonderful locations, but because the esthetician wasn't there for it, she she lost those clients. Yeah.
0: What has surprised you about being a business owner, aside from the expansion of your skills and adoption of skills you didn't know you had?
1: I think a huge surprise for me as a business owner was sincerely customers. Because for as much as you do feel like you have that niche business, no customer is the same, even if they're getting the same service they are not the same individual and you are doing them a disservice and yourself a disservice by feeling like every one MO fits all. Mm -hmm. So that, that to me was huge because you don't get that much of an in-depth training as a customer basis in school. Right. You're not really taught business. In school, you're taught yeah. a skill set, mm-hmm. which is a step. But for me, it was what it was truly learning customers and how kind and compassionate a lot of them are, mm-hmm. especially for mine dealing with post-surgical and very vulnerable times postpartum. mm mm-hmm. They are so comfortable and they give you a lot of trust. That to me is just so humbling. And you just don't see that unless you are doing a body treatment because if are doing facials, they're not really that talkative. Yeah.
0: You know, mm-hmm.
1: not always. There's some. Yeah. You do get some chatties. You're just like, please, please close your mouth. Please, yeah. ma'am. ma'am do like please this? close your mouth. Chemical.
0: Okay. <laughs> do not eat the mask. Exactly. <laughs> my- and then that's where you're like, so I have this wonderful,
1: Jelly mask. It is amazing. I can actually even put it over your lips. The thing about it is it solidifies and you can't talk for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> Shucky dog. You want to try it? <laughs> no. Okay, it's great. Here you go. Thanks. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Those are the clients that you have to like take a few deep breaths in between. <laughs> Zen. It's like channel that center. (laughs) Happy place, happy place. So, how did you, coming from a medical background, do you think that's what influenced you to focus on post-op, or did that come from someplace else? Both. Mm -hmm. It came from a medical
1: background, and it also came from personal experience. I've had nearly a dozen surgeries before the age of twenty-five, and it was rough. Uh But there, I didn't really have much help, and at the time, it was dating for sure, but my partners didn't know what to do or didn't want to do anything. That's why their ex is. <laughs> and I just wanted to fill a void too, because they don't teach you that you can recover faster. Yeah, They tell you this is your recovery period. This is what you might feel and here's some meds, but they don't teach you how to be comfortable in that recovery mm-hmm. to prep your body for a potential snapback or hormonal imbalances that you might end up with hernias, if you undergo certain treatments. So Mm -hmm. for me, I was like, man, I want to give somebody hope in their surgical procedures, especially if they're doing an elective one, because first of all, that's quite the Mm self-investment. And secondly, you shouldn't feel guilty about that just because it's harder to get from point A to point B. A
0: lot of times people are like, I chose this, why? Like, I can't complain about it.
1: (laughs) Right. Let me just suffer in silence with that's kind of the mo of being a
0: woman that's yeah that's very true i wanted to show that we
1: you can have your cake and eat it too you can have a body that you want mm-hmm. you can definitely feel like it's going to kill you <laughs> but you can also feel good during the process i love that
0: now how do you tie endocrinology and is that like a side passion or do you utilize you know your background in hormones with what you're doing you mostly utilize
1: my My background and the companies that I bring on as retail, okay, I make sure to let them know that this is the type of demographic that I service. What can help them mostly when it comes to hormones, it's what's on their face because mm-hmm. that's what we are taught to tell, and that's what's within our scope. I'm grateful that I have been exposed to certain things, but even then I can't diagnose for sure. you know right? So I at least can say, "Hey, you know what? You were really having some major breakouts." and they just keep popping up, why don't you maybe go get some blood work? Or do you have an endocrinologist? Or do you have a family doctor? You can like Mm -hmm. try to encourage them to at least visit their medical providers. And then if I can be a fit for them, please come back. If I'm not, you know, I mean, the odds be ever in your favor.
0: But. <laughs> I love that. And yeah, as I've studied skincare and gotten into it, like going back to that embodiment thing, even down to skincare, where it's nutrition and gut health, which ties to hormones, which ties, you know, to your skin, and everything, mm-hmm. you know, appearing on your skin first to signal issues. You literally wear your life. Like
1: they say, you wear your heart on your sleeves, you wear your life on your face. I can look at somebody and say, you know what? You are really stressed. Also, I can look at somebody else and be like, you need to put that soda down. And then I can look at somebody else and be like, really, sis? Please stop it, you know? And it's the same with bodies too, you know? I have a couple clients because a couple of my treatments, I end up, I work around their stomach region Uh and fat tissue, when it has certain amounts of sugar built into it, is hard as a rock really I can kind of tell when they've been out kind of cutting up on the weekend before their Uh treatment based off of how much fluid is around that lower abdominal section or if they were somebody who was all about that 52 ounce maverick soda like (laughs) it's amazing but it's all based off of my you know that extra training and exposure
0: what what training have you had in in hormones mostly it's it's been
1: working under endocrinology's office you were taught Everything from the hormone replacement therapies, Mm -hmm. because at the time, um, transgender therapies weren't prevalent in the endocrinology industry, but you were dealing a lot with like ED, testosterone levels, Mm -hmm. male pattern loneliness, very men-centric things. So it was interesting to see that hormone that is a synthetic testosterone in women's androgen also have certain masculine effects so with pcos lots of imbalances will cause that extra hair on the face mm-hmm. um, and women of color and black women especially the melanin will scarf like though it'll rise faster and it'll react faster if there's trauma to the skin because it's getting that super boost of i don't want to say defensive hormone mm-hmm. but it's definitely more about that strengthening right. that aggressive that hormone. extra armor <laughs> It's like, here we go.
0: Suit up. Basically. And
1: so it's, that's, that's to me. And then two, when whoever you are bringing on, they tend to have their own research in regards to product and retail. So being up on whatever I'm going to use, how that is going to affect if they do have anything that is going to affect my clients in a way. And if so, what is their method and does it coincide with what I'm doing and who I am as a business? I love that.
0: What product lines have you brought on?
1: So I have Glymed. Hmm. And circadia for skin, Melise for body, and then I have another one that I'm going to wait to share. Ooh, but I'm super excited for. That's exciting. Um, it's not my own, uh-huh. but it is not, it's not around the area so far. Oh, so I'm I'm cool. really excited to have
0: them. That sounds exciting. I'm gonna have to check back. And of
1: course, sculpt dice. Because it is a product.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Um, what is your top seller of retail?
1: For my retail, it's Definitely my vital thrumolise because it has all of those immune-boosting properties and has helped a lot of my clients who have actually contracted COVID and been cleared get their energy level um, back good. and have that body balance.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So that that's a huge one. I also get a lot of people, I don't know if um, Paul Mitchell does it, or if anybody has done it, with the, the seven-day total body cleanse Yes, kit, I love that one. Uh, yeah, it's a love-hate for sure. Yeah. I, exactly. I can't be like, it's a, no, I, it is amazing. And you do feel amazing,
0: but you're going to go through. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. um, is that the, that's the one that comes with like the greens. Right? Yeah, it
1: comes with a powder product called the essential greens. Definitely not a texture or taste for everybody. <laughs> Luckily, as, like a little coach for the cleanse. I I can give you some tips and tricks to, make that easier. And then fiber because we're adults now. We don't have to eat our vegetables. We don't want to. That's right. You know, <laughs> but it doesn't in the face. <laughs> and then like eating guidelines throughout the cleanse yeah. is included in the kit.
0: No, Melissa's a good one. I do like that product line. I'm actually using their tissue repair right now. On, on some injuries I've got, but it's a good one. I use that a lot for
1: clients who have had like tummy tucks and whatnot. And then I, I, I have friends that were frontline with this pandemic and because mm. of the tissue breakdown from the PPE, um, they were able to use the tissue repair serum just to help to oh, rejuvenate and heal their
0: skin. Good. So it's amazing. Yeah. It's phenomenal. That is a good one for sure. This is always a fun question for business owners, but if you could do anything differently, if you could like rewind time and go back, knowing what you know now to start your business, is there anything you would change?
1: I would have hyper-focused sooner Mm -hmm. and stepped into my confidence. If I knew that I would have been a threat to my basic instructor's Aesthetic school because it was a different school to the point where they would literally try to get me incarcerated. What? Oh, yeah. It's, that's another story for another day. Oh, but, man.
0: Drinks on me, girl.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's fun. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I went through it with my my, my aesthetics, my basics program mm-hmm. and was so to be a master's through that program. But life wanted me to have a better opportunity to flourish and it didn't work out. Good. So
0: that's what I say. Let your haters hate, that's you know, <laughs> girl, I'm loving you fly. I've known you for a week and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's,
1: it's, it's a part of my past that I'm not to, So I can see where I've come from and just be grateful for how far God has brought me. And it's also something for me to be like, you know what? I deserve the right to be confident mm-hmm. and stand strong in who I am. And no, Body has that right to take it from me. Absolutely. So that that was a huge thing was if I could rewind the clock, I would have stayed to myself, hyper-focused, not get caught up in people-pleasing or the clicks that are unfortunately a part of this process of getting a beauty license in any aspect and just realize this is literally a moment in my time, kept my nose to the grind and start sooner. But I feel like that two-year gap between my basic and my master's allowed me the opportunity to excel faster, stand stronger in my knowledge, and I had some really freaking cool opportunities, let's be honest, that I probably wouldn't have had if I went through a master's program with that school. Like, I won an international competition, first place. Let's let's just be, it's good stuff, you know? I got to drink wine on a five-star golf course on lake tahoe with the skincare company and like it was i got to go to mexico right with a passport right. that was paid for me by a company oh my god and experience things i probably never would have been able to for as much as things happen and they get ugly sometimes if you're meant to do it nothing can stop you absolutely
0: you've had an incredible couple years girl and the mess is yet to come <laughs> can you imagine if that's the two years you had after an experience like your basics program and starting a spawn of pandemic can you imagine maintaining that positive mindset that gorgeous smile you've got and just continuing to believe in yourself and stand in your confidence oh my gosh I can't even like wrap my brain around what kind of a future is in store for you.
1: I am really grateful. That's all I can really think about is I am super, super grateful because unfortunately with that school experience, it spiraled me into a horrific depression. I can imagine. My last child wasn't even a year old when it hit me. So it was super, super painful. Actually, I think it was just a little over a year old and I was in postpartum. I felt worthless. I felt like this wasn't meant for me, obviously, because if it was, then why am I going through this? And I just have to stop and realize when people are cruel, that's their act of desperation. When somebody is trying to hurt me or like slander me or pick on me, that's their toxic trait. I don't have to pick up and take on anything from anybody else. You don't. And that is hard, but it's so worth it when you get to that place mentally and emotionally, it is not easy. I've had years and there's some acts of vulnerability that I still have. I'm
0: human. Right. But it's so worth it to just stand, stand true in yourself. Absolutely. Oh, you're giving me chills. I love it. (laughs) I love it. All right. Before we sign off, I would love to know, Oh, you've had so many good little tidbits and words of wisdom, but specifically for students or coming out of beauty school not knowing how to make that transition from school to working what would your advice be for them
1: i would say stop and take a moment before that transition even happens to decide what you want and give it a timeline like literally give it a date if you are somebody that's like you know what i think i want to work for a med spa okay, well, I'm about to get ready to graduate, etc. I'm going to start fine tuning my resume. I'm going to go to an educator that I trust can help me or a friend write up this resume and start sending it out because a lot of places will even bring you on before you're graduating, as long as that graduation date is really close. Right. Um, and don't wait to let yourself be known. Like in the class, I was saying, hey, listen, make as long as it's appropriate, because you don't want to just suddenly be on your phone all the time. Yes. But make yourself your Instagram. If you want to be a solopreneur, name your space. You know, like the Instagrams, these Facebooks, they can all be renamed. You can change that. Mm -hmm. But find out now. People love to see journeys. And if they see that you're already starting to have that confidence in school, best believe they're going to sign right on up. Realize your clients are not going to be your friends and family. The long-term ones, yeah. the high-paying ones—they're just not. Will they love you? Yes. Are they great praxis? Absolutely. Yeah. Are they going to build your business? No.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So don't take offense if you're not making money off of them. That's that's not their purpose for being there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're they're a stepping stone. I love. That. And then two, buckle up, Buttercup. It's a wild industry, you know. <laughs> You're going to learn a lot. You're going to have days where you're just going to feel super frustrated. You're going to one, you're going to have lots of WT moments. I'll let you finish that. <laughs> but you are capable. Understand that you are a very capable individual. If not, you wouldn't have signed up to begin with. And you can do the hard things. It's cheesy, but it's true. Yeah. And it's hard. Being a business owner is hard, but it is worth it. There's lots of victories in those trials. You just have to stand strong through them and ask for help. You ain't going to come out of school knowing everything. Absolutely. You might be really good at what you do, though. Some of you are makeup artists in schools, by all means. Yeah, you're probably really awesome. Some of you are Instagram influencers. Wonderful. You know how to draw a crowd. But be open to information. But it doesn't mean that all information is good information. Trust your own gut, but understand you are very capable.
0: Amen, girl. Preach. I I love (laughs) what you said. People love journeys. And that is so true. I feel like that's why people watch soap operas for 40 years. You know, they love watching that evolution of of someone and seeing what's possible for their own selves.
1: And never give your email out to spam companies. (laughs) (laughs) Create a Google phone number and use that to sign up for anything.
0: (laughs) If you could take away anything from this podcast episode, let it be that.
1: (laughs) Don't give your information out to everybody. (laughs) You don't need that many samples. You don't. You don't. It's not worth it. Sleep is beautiful. Gosh,
0: I love that. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Isha. I am so grateful to you. And I'm so glad I got to meet you last week. And oh my gosh, you are a ray of sunshine. (laughs) Like wine. It was so fun. But for real, drinks on me. I want more stories.
1: (laughs) I mean, as long as it's tea, because if it's wine then i can't say that i'll be present i have the worst tolerance in the whole world oh, no. i don't i'm not a big drinker but i i like wine right mm-hmm. and wine likes me too much
0: <laughs> all right one glass of wine and then we'll follow up with tea ooh yes. there we go there's our next business <laughs> a wine and tea wine and tea isn't tea like some slang like the youngins term for like gossip right now
1: spill the tea and that's the tea yes that's that's the word that's the gossip I I don't even know if it's young slang because I hear it a lot of my culture and I even hear like 50 year old saying oh what's a tea girl I'm I'm like the tea is my business
0: (laughs) I'm gonna start telling that to my 15 year old because she's always talking about the tea and spilling I'm like no
1: (laughs) the tea is my business right You can't make money with your nose in everybody else's business. Absolutely.
0: It doesn't happen. Awesome. All right. Well, I will let you go. I'm sure you're super busy. And thank you so much for your time. Very much appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Isha from Isha Aesthetics. I appreciate you so much, and I cannot wait to see where your journey takes you. You are amazing, and I love your sunshine. Thank you for being on my podcast, and thank you, everyone, for listening. If you want to find out more about Isha and what she's doing, you can find her online at ishaesthetics.com or you can find her on Instagram at Isha.Aesthetics. I will have all that info in the show notes. You can find me, Brianna at The Confident Beauty Boss on Instagram or The Glow Up Lounge online. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe, leave a review, and share with all your beauty friends. Let's build our community and make it beauty strong. Have a great day, everybody.